You're listening to The Hit List with me, Numi, and I'm joined by Tate McRae. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Doing great. First of all, huge congrats on She's All I Want to Be. What a banger. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. I think it's like a bit of an anti-Valentine's anthem. Did you do anything for Valentine's this week? Oh, <laughs> Valentine's. <laughs> Valentine's. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's really funny that I literally just released this right before valentine's <laughs> i definitely was like this is perfect it's perfect timing um and i'm probably gonna release another heartbreak song another month from now so um it's great <laughs> i think it's perfect timing for it because you know you're helping you're helping us singletons out there fuel the rage <laughs> <laughs> agreed <laughs> and the music video came out last friday i absolutely love it obviously showing off your awesome dance skills but i really loved the ending as well i think it was a really great kind of unexpected ending did you come up with with the idea for the video or was it kind of like a, a collaborative process yeah I came up with the idea with my mom actually we were like talking on the phone because we had been watching Chorus Line this movie it's like iconic yeah. it's such an iconic dance movie and um I just remember we were like discussing on the phone and we we're like this would be crazy and then for what song and I was like, it's perfect to represent this song about like jealousy and comparison and translate it over to like the toxicity of comparing yourself at dance auditions because it's yeah. it's just such a real a real feeling that also obviously I've experienced my entire life. Um, and then at the end, it kind of just like represents like whatever you know, going for it and girl power, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I loved it because I think sometimes you can kind of play into that trope, right, of like jealousy and girl versus girl. And I think it was just a really nice take on it at the end. Thank you. Yeah, I think it, it's it's really interesting because this song was like written from a place of, you know, I think what's funny about it is like the chorus is kind of like almost mocking like how I'm feeling because jealousy is such an ugly feeling that I, you know, I think so many people go through but never like to like talk about because it's super uncomfortable and at the end of the day it's like everyone everyone thinks these horrible feelings and they're so not true because everyone thinks that everything is better on the other side so it's like you know these songs someone could be thinking about about another girl but the other girl's thinking about them so I mean it's like that's the ironic part about it yeah yeah and I think kind of like jealousy is almost getting really deep now (laughs) just on a complete (laughs) I feel like a lot of the time, jealousy is almost like the first step. Like everyone has this kind of knee-jerk reaction of feeling jealous, but you should really kind of follow that and see where it comes from. And I think a lot of the time it's not grounded in anything, you know? Totally, totally. I feel like it was just a very necessary song to write about because I don't I don't hear a lot of songs about it just because it's so awkward to talk about. Yeah. And you just made a complete banger as well. So two, two birds, <laughs> one stone. Thank you. So obviously things were a bit nuts for you uh, in 2020. You released Broke Me First. It went everywhere and completely viral. But you were still at home. We were in the pandemic. You're doing everything from your bedroom. What is, what's it been like the past two years or year and a half where you've been able to kind of like go out and do things and see that success in real life? Uh, well, it's crazy because I feel like it was just like the last year that we were like kind of let out of our house for the first time. Mm. I mean, I, I graduated high school last year. <laughs> <laughs> <So> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it, yeah, it was it was really interesting because I, I moved to L.A. and I feel like I've just been, you know, writing my debut album since then. And it's been a it's been a crazy transition because I feel like so much has happened in the last six months. You know, I've been able to play like festivals for the first time and 
um, you know, go out on the road and finally experience and now obviously go get ready for tour. So I feel like life is kind of coming back, which is very exciting. Has there been like a, a complete pinch me moment so far? Um, yeah, so many. I mean, like this summer at festivals, I didn't even realize what Lollapalooza was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I've never I've never actually been to a festival. So yeah. I, I was walking into this festival being like, all right, I'm six people are going to show up. My mom and dad are going to be two of them. <laughs> um, and I'm like, this is going to be the most mortifying experience of my life because it was one of my first festivals, that one. And um, I like walk on stage because I like heard chanting. And it was it was like the first time that I actually experienced like a crowd. And it was like 30,000 people and people were climbing up on trees. And like it was just like the craziest, most surreal energy ever. And I, I never experienced that before. So it was also like the first time singing You Broke Me First live, which was wild. Not a bad debut, Lollapalooza. <laughs> I wrote this song. I think it's quite good. Let's perform it to 30,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's very crazy absolutely amazing so you're talking about prepping for tour you're coming to the uk in june will this be your first time in the uk um i've been to the uk once before but it was only a couple days um so i'm i'm excited to like actually play like real shows and be there for like i think i'm there for like 12 days or something so for a second which will be fun and it's completely sold out as well. Like, people can't get tickets anymore. Yeah. Yeah, which is wild. It's <laughs> so cool. Is there anything you're particularly excited about, about spending more time in the UK? Anything you want to, like, any foods you want to try? Um, I mean, I don't really know what kind of foods the UK has. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> because I, I, I hear that they have, like, fish and, fish and chips. Fish and chips, yeah. But I'm allergic to fish, so <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, well, what you can do is, uh, this is a classic dish in, in any upstanding British chippy, uh, is a battered sausage. Oh, no, that sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have that instead of fish. Okay. Or a deep fried Mars bar. They do those in chippies in, in Scotland. Oh, my gosh, these sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or you could go for the standard bacon sandwich, which is a little less extreme. I'll take them all. <laughs> Amazing. And then, of course, you're going on tour with Sean Mendes next autumn as well. You must be so excited for that. Oh, I mean, I literally got to meet him like a couple months ago and he's just literally like such an angel. Um, and then obviously, like he, he's been my idol, like, you know, one of my idols for such a long time, like since I was a little girl. So it, it feels like very surreal that I'm going to be able to share the same stage as him and, you know, play these like huge, massive arenas um, with someone that is like, the nicest person so I, I just feel like very lucky and, and blessed to be able to be joining him <laughs> if you could join him on stage for any one of his songs which song would it be oh i would do stitches it's the yes! best song ever <laughs> it's the best one <laughs> it's the best one it's so good so good so good i bet you guys would sound great on stitches actually that would be iconic. <laughs> you should do you should do like a little quick tiktok cover of it together while you're on tour that's such a good idea yeah, please tag me in it. I'll take credit. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, okay, so your debut album comes out spring 2020. Can you tell us much about it or is it all still very much under wraps? Um, I mean, I think it's almost done, which is exciting. Um, the It's very much about like 
talks about my whole experience of, you know, turning 18, moving to LA, you know, toxic friendships and heartbreak. And I feel like it, it literally just like wraps up my diary over the last um, seven months. <laughs> so it's very personal. Um, and I think that's exactly how I wanted my first album to be. It's just very like intimate for my fans. And, you know, I think they're going to really appreciate how honest it is. So excited yeah i think people really value that in songwriting because it makes it so much more relatable as well and then they can relate to you 100 percent. and then also you can look back on it and be like this is my diary from when i was 18 that's the coolest part i think it's gonna be it's gonna be very special i'm excited uh you've obviously collaborated with people like khalid troy savan before have you got any collabs on the album actually none this is a full solo album Ooh, amazing <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm 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 ready for it i'm ready to just like be full solo for a second and then maybe maybe next yeah. year hit some more collabs no do it take up the space you're ready <laughs> totally <laughs> All right, we're going to finish up with just a really quick game that we play on the hit list called Hit or Miss. And I'm just going to like throw things at you and you're just going to tell me whether it's a hit or a miss for you. Okay, perfect. So uh, Marmite, you might not know what Marmite is actually. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> okay, we'll go with Nutella. Okay, great. That's a hit for sure. Uh, the English accent. Such a hit. I think accents are the best thing ever, especially an English accent. Aww. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Superhero movies. Um, I'll say Spider-Man's a hit. Yeah. The rest I haven't seen. Fair enough. There are too many of them. That's fair. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody has time. Um, no. Pineapple on pizza. Miss. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, yeah. No. Not for me. Not it. Uh, musicals. Um, Hit. For sure. Sleeping in your socks. Oof. Miss. I can never... Ever. Yeah, just got to be barefoot. I need them off. I need them off. Uh, dating apps. Uh, miss. I've actually never been on a dating app. Yeah. And I don't think I will ever go. I think <laughs> just miss them out. They're, they're really not worth it. <laughs> you are, you're not missing much. You're like, from experience, they're not. <laughs> Particularly in the UK. This is one thing that you should not try when you go to the UK. <laughs> is dating apps over here. Um, okay, finally, double texting. Um... I think you can double text. I think you can, I think that's a hit. I think you can, it just depends. Like you can't quadruple text. That's where it gets psycho. <laughs> Two is fine. Four <laughs> is out. <laughs> that's where you draw the line. That's where you go a little crazy. <laughs> what about three? Depends on the situation. <laughs> 300% depends on the situation. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to play your brand new song now. Can you introduce it for us on KMFM? Yes. This is Tate McRae and you're listening to She's All I Want to Be. <laughs> 